Today on City Cash Chicago. The first day of school is right around the corner, but there is still plenty to do for kids in Chicago, even after summer camp has ended. You need ideas? We got recs for kids of all ages, and the adults will like them too. It's Thursday, August 10th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is what Chicago's talking about. How would you rank Chicago overall in terms of finding stuff for your family to do during the summer together? Top two, and we're not number two. I'm here with Jenny LaFleur, a.k.a. Mama Fresh, an influencer and parent who helps connect families with activities and resources across Chicago. Jenny, welcome to CityCast. Thank you so much for having me, Jacoby. I love that. We're here with parent, mom, influencer, all the things, just like so many parents (laughs) are wearing so many hats nowadays. Beautiful. Jenny, what neighborhood do you stay in? Right now, we live on the south side of Chicago, right in Bronzeville. Like, I'm right off 47th and King. Like, I'm in I'm in Bronzeville. So I'm in Hyde Park. Would mm-hmm. you say it's easy for you to find things to do in, in your part of the city? Or do you, do you feel like you have to leave your area, leave your neighborhood to keep your kids entertained throughout the summer? I would say right now, I can find, because you know... Your neighborhood, Kenwood, High Park, Bronzeville, where all this trifecta between us and the lake. I think there's so many things. And I would like to say within the last six years of when I became a parent, there have been mm-hmm. more resources invested in the south and west side of Chicago to find things that we can do for our kids without traveling 25 and 30 minutes. I do believe as Chicagoans, the whole city is our oyster. We can go all around, but I do think that there is a certain sauce, a certain pizzazz, a certain, you know, (laughs) just touch that it can go by visiting events that happen in your neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Your oldest is now at the age eligible to go to Chicago Park District Camp. What was that experience like for your family this summer? Okay, first of all, registering for Park District Camp, (laughs) I told my husband, pretend that this is a drop of Jordans that you (laughs) highly covet. (laughs) Pretend this is the sneaker app. It is nothing is more important than pressing that button at 9 a.m. So that was really, um, I think it was bated breath. I don't know. You you knew it was coming, but it still was like, oh, my, you can't really prepare for it other than be up on time and ready to go. Oh, my gosh. I called my husband at five minutes till and he was in the elevator. I was like, the elevator? How are you not? You should be doing finger exercises just to get ready. So that part was uh, was stressful, to be honest. But the great thing about Chicago Park District, my husband and I are both city, um, grew up in Chicago. We both attended Park District camps. He also went on to become a junior counselor. The great thing is that we get to continue this legacy of really growing up in the city and taking full advantage of all the programming that it has to offer. Chicago Park District camps are not free, but when you compare them to the other private camps around, it is a much more affordable option for families. We're in that period right now where we still got two weeks to go and camps have already ended. Is this time right now, is, is this an especially difficult time for families trying to navigate getting your kids ready to go back to school, but also finding something for them to do in the meantime, in between time? 
most parents, if you're utilizing camps, especially Chicago public camps, um, we experience this gap at the end of summer, but we also experience it at the beginning of summer. Mm -hmm. So I tell parents, if you're listening to our voice, you got through the first two weeks, you'll get through the next two weeks. <laughs> so it does come with um, some planning and um, hopefully we can provide resources to help parents because the work doesn't stop. The Zooms don't stop. The calls don't stop. And you don't want to park your kid in front of a screen for eight hours a day, you know, between now and then. No shame if that's how you have to get by. But we're hoping to provide some resources that maybe when you click out of that last call that you can go out and explore the city. Let's get into those resources. What are some activities you recommend for kids with a little extra energy to burn over the next couple of weeks? I have two boys. I have a six-year-old and I have a two-year-old. And we live in a Chicago condo. So we have to burn energy throughout the city. I have a couple of recommendations. And my first, and they do this every Wednesday at the Garfield Park Conservatory, one of my favorite resources throughout the city. And they have Wild Wednesdays. And Wild Wednesdays is set up to not only feed the curiosity of your little one, but also get some of that energy out on the beautiful grounds of the um, Garfield Park Conservatory. And they have their staff and their team, which are extremely helpful. And they're there to help guide um, guide kids through different nature-themed um, activities. And that's from 4 to 7 on Wednesdays. And of course, you remember the conservatory is free. I love me some Garfield Park Conservatory. Absolutely love it. I love it. I love it. And so it's your kids should feel comfortable and feel in that space that this is part of their city. So Wild Wednesdays is a great way to step into that. You have a two and a six year old. Is something like that, do you feel like they cater to both, you know, a, a young, you know, somebody in a terrible twos and then a, and then a, a six year old who's, I, I imagine, what, getting ready for, for kindergarten at this point or, or first grade? First of all, Uncle Jacoby, terrific twos. Okay. We are watching the <laughs> words and we are speaking over no, our you, children. No, you are right. You are 100% right. Terrific twos. The great thing about that staff is, <laughs> let me tell you, they love what they do and mm. they can meet kids exactly where they are. There's a staff member there. Their name is um, Jam and my little one name is Jam. So they're always like, Jam, Jam. And they go back and <laughs> forth, but they can meet him at two. And just maybe for him, it's a storybook on the theme and he can follow along, get some of those sensory nice. um, activities. But for my six-year-old, they can dive a little bit deeper and go into the experiment more. And I've seen them work themselves all the way up to 10, 11, 12. And so they meet the child exactly where they are. And you can dive a little bit deeper as it's age appropriate. Speaking of meeting um, people where they are, if your kids are full of energy, then why not have them participate in a fun run? Some of our favorite um, run and races throughout the city often have a kid's fun run at the beginning. Um, the next couple of weeks, we have the Stan's Donut Race, which is a fun 10K. But at 8.45 in the morning, they have a fun run. And so your kid can run a or walk or walk or, you know, get some of that mm -hmm. energy out. And at the end, they get a T-shirt, they get a donut. And so instead of trying to deny that the energy is there, let's just get it out. And let's just burn out. through it. Let's work through it. Absolutely. Um, you got some great activities that bring kids outside. You know, we getting into August and it's, it's going to stay warm and humid for at least the next week or so. What are the best family oriented, kid oriented spots that got a little bit of AC with it? So Chicago is right now, I feel like a mecca of these immersive 
opportunities. So there are experiences that you really can just immerse yourself on. These are, I will tell you the caveat is that these sometimes can be some big ticket experiences. So, you know, I went to immersive Van Gogh, immersive Monet. Right. So there's also the Slumu Institute, which my boys love, and it is an immersive institute all around slime. So you can't have slime in my house, but let's go (laughs) to a slime institute. And it's so hands on. There was something for everyone to do. We even got slimed, which is old school. I know I'm dating myself. No, that's Nickelodeon. Come on, I'm with you. Yeah, so we got slimed and we were there and it's all indoors and it's hands on. There's so much staff there. And there are even, if you have... um, children, that sometimes the sensory overload is a bit much with all mm-hmm. of these. There are quiet moments throughout the experience that they can go over and kind of chill out a little bit as well. So not only the SLUMU um, Institute for Slime, but also Color Factory, the Museum of Ice Cream. And one of our favorites that we don't hear talked about often is the Museum of Illusions. Oh, put me on. Where's the Museum of Illusions? I, I agree. We got a bunch of museums in Chicago, Science and Industry, Children's mm-hmm. Museum, Field, but the Museum of Illusions, what, what's going on in there? So the Museum of Illusions, I like to bundle activities together. So sometimes I'll do something like a ticketed price and then also put it with something that's free. The muse- visiting the Museum of Illusions is right near um, the Bean, so it's right near Millennium Park. So we'll often go there. It is all of these fun spaces Facial trips that kind of mess with your mind mm-hmm. and you can take pictures. Someone stands in one corner, they look tiny. Someone looks giant in another corner. It looks um, like you're hanging upside down. Hanging upside down. These two, there's these mind and brain puzzles. And so we have such a blast uh, while we're there. And then you can take a walk and go and take a look at Millennium Park. Take a look at the beam. Be a tourist in your own city. One of the things I love about listening to you speak, Jenny, is you say we a lot. And it's not just the sort of, you know, I'm there with my children. It sounds like you're also enjoying these activities. And sometimes you see lists of, you know, family activities and you're like, all right, that's great for the for the little ones, for the kids. Mm-hmm. But but I, I'm grown as hell. I'm going to be bored on my mind. What are some of those activities that have something to offer the adults? And, and it sounds like you, even the things you've already named, having a component that you like to participate in as well. I will tell you, and this is, I believe this upcoming Monday. So just in a few days. And this is, I love the theater. I want my kids to grow up <laughs> loving the theater as well. But as we were talking about it, sometimes those prices can um, add up and you don't know what they're interested in. Well, a great opportunity is the 2023 Summer Concert at Millennium Park. And this is put on by Broadway of Chicago. Mm. This is a free activity. So you just bring your blanket, bring your snacks, come to Millennium Park. And they put on like little tidbits, little snippets of different plays that are coming to Chicago. And the lineup this year is ridiculous. They have The Wiz, they have Boop the Musical, a doctor, I think there's a Seuss the Musical, the, the Musical as well, and also, of course, Hamilton, which is coming in September. And so you get a chance, to, an evening, to see all of these little snippets of Broadway theater right for free and right in one of the most beautiful parks in the country, Millennium Park. Oh, man, you are a big proponent of taking advantage of Chicago Park District, not only the camps, but also movies in the park, dance Mm -hmm. in the park. How cool is it to be able to have those free opportunities in so many of the parks across the city? 
it really feels like that the city is here for us as families. You know, we want our, I'm a proud daughter of Chicago. My story could be told nowhere else. And so I want my son, honestly, to have that same pride when he speaks of mm. his city. And so this is a way for them to truly feel ownership of the city, of the parks, of the nature by attending these events. And it just takes a little bit of research. And I know that you're going to, you might see on social media, these Pinterest moms and no shade to them. I'm glad to be friends with them, but that's not me. So they're packing the perfect picnic basket. They have the perfect chairs. Don't let that stop you. What we do is we order a pizza, we pick it up, we put down a blanket, we grab a box of juice boxes and water, and we just go out and have a great time. So don't overthink it. Your kids just want to be outside. They just want to have fun with their friends. Mm -hmm. For our friends who have older kids, what are some of the activities you would suggest for them, you know, for, for kids who are trying to feel a little more independent this summer? First of all, I want you to wow them because I know you want to be cool as I want. <laughs> I'm giving you the plug for really cool activities. And so one of my favorite is one thing that I love about my Gen Z and now Gen Alpha is that they are very into self-care. So if you talk to teenagers, they have a self-care routine. They might have more facial masks to you. And this is gender. The boys and the girls and everyone in between all have their own self-care ritual. So I'm going to do some mindfulness things. And the first thing is 360 sky yoga. Did you know that you can do yoga in the sky and the building, you and I probably know it as the John Hancock building. Mm -hmm. But right there on the Tiffany Top floor, they have on Saturday mornings yoga. And you bring your own mat and the clouds are just moving out the sky in the morning. And you are doing yoga with the most beautiful view. Come on. Self-care meets Instagram that's all the things. Check, check, check. Those are all exactly. the boxes. And then afterward, they're not rushing you out. You can sit and then also have a cup of tea or a cup of coffee mm. um, in the cafe as well. I would love for these, um, the activities that we have for our older teens to also, two boxes I think about when I think about activities for them. I want to build core memories because we're at the ages where they're often going to be making independent memories, you know, without us for so many, you know, for the next upcoming years. Also, I want an activity that can bond us and also might open up for conversation. So it provides mm. a safe space or it provides a comfort and then we can have conversations. I also love Rooftop Cinema. Have you been there, Jacoby? I have. And I I mean, I I think what makes me mad at myself is every time I go and you know them quintessential black movies the love jones yes. the uh, the wood like they always yeah. sold out and so I got to I got to pay attention earlier when they drop the lineups yeah, no, you got to be quick. And then speaking of, they have specific, so they have movies like Clueless, which is a great throwback, Aquila and the Bee, they have Step Brothers. So they have movies that I think your teenager, that teenagers would love as well. And that's, again, giving them that Instagrammable, something different. And it also is saying, like, this is a mature activity. Mm -hmm. This is something that's just for you. Coming up. One of the, the you talk about those core memories, mm -hmm. you know, I loved playing in my neighborhood, like park with my family. We play softball. You know, we we do barbecue. We go out to the lake. But some of those core memories for me were exploring different neighborhoods around Chicago. Why do you think it's so important, not just for families to participate in these activities, to spend time together, but to mesh that with getting out, enjoying and exploring, uh, you know, this amazing city of ours? Well, let's just be completely honest. 
We know that our city has a history of segregation and sometimes it can feel like you're dealing with definitely two different Chicago's or three different Chicago's. And so I know that some of us, I grew up on the west side of Chicago, and I know that you always hear, like, there are some people that grow on the west side and south side of Chicago, and they've never been downtown, you know? And what I want our kids to feel is the ownership over the entire city, that this is my city. What that does is that it creates pride for where they live, and then that also gives them the opportunity to want to then give back, and how can they actually add to the beautifulness that Chicago has. And so the great way of doing that is going to another neighborhood, going to a different part of the city and seeing what it has to offer. I got to ask, what has been your summer moment thus far with your family that if you have to put a a postcard together, where is that image coming from in your summer activities list? We do Wednesdays movies at the Plazans, and our kids just have so much fun. That's right here in High Park at the Plazans, and we have so much fun. We did Sundays on State. My kids were dancing to house music and a bubble machine in front of the Chicago Theater. Like, it doesn't get more Chicago than that. And Sundays on State is free, and that's coming up as well. So, And that's coming up on... um, this Sunday. So Sundays on State is free and you can just walk around. You get to see so many small businesses and talk about entrepreneurship. Is this something you would ever want to do? You know, all of the conversations that come from just getting outside, that's probably my favorite part of making these memories with my kids. Uh, Mama Fresh, how can people stay tapped in to you, your journey, uh, and find out some of these events? So you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all of your favorite social as Mama, M-A-M-A, Fresh Shy, C-H-I. You can also go to my website, MamaFreshChicago.com, um, but you can find me there. And I'm always popping up somewhere on your radio, on your TV, in a newspaper, and where, or I'm right here on the South Side. You can find <laughs> me on 53rd. You can find me at the Target. And then you come and say, hey, Mama, hey there. Hey, thank you so much for spending some time with us, putting together this fantastic list for our listeners. You enjoy these next couple of weeks before you got to send your, your young one back to the school. Thank you. That was that was great. Before I let you go, some good news. Four days of Fan Expo began today at the Rosemont Convention Center. If you love comics, anime, game, and cosplay, this is the place for you. You can also get photo ops with celebs like Susan Sarandon, Giancarlo Esposito, and the Back to the Future duo Chris Lloyd and Michael J. Fox. Tomorrow, we're breaking down the week's news with a couple of friends. Simone Alisea will be on the mic for me. I'll talk to you on Monday. Peace. All right, I'll see y'all at the bud. I'm gonna be looking for y'all. Y'all got matching T-shirts for the reunion. Oh, they, I don't know if they got me one, but I'm sure her family does. But I'm gonna be out there uh, regardless. I love to try to sneak my way onto a float. So you see me out there <laughs> trying to get my Ferris Bueller on at some point. Okay, we're gonna be right at 49th. Look for me and my boys. <laughs>